hey, 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 wonderful Wednesday. Come on in, make yourself at home, get comfortable. I hope that you can hear my voice. Oh my goodness, it is December the 6th. Welcome to the Cold Calling Podcast. I'm your host, you know who I am, Larry Long Jr., CEO, that's Chief Energy Officer of LLJR Enterprises. Got to give a shout out, the Cold Calling Podcast is powered by our great friends at Monster Connect. They're leveraging technology to deliver actual conversations. Can you hear me now? To all the B2B sellers out there, conversations with decision makers, 8 to 12 in an hour, using technology and human capital. But hey, we are here to deliver value to you. If you're a sales professional, if you're an entrepreneur, you're a sales leader, we're here to help you elevate your game when it comes to cold calling. I'm honored to welcome today's guest. And we were just back in the green room and oh, there's a lot of buzz, buzzing, buzzing from some latest and greatest news. I won't spill the beans. I'll let her come through but um, boom, with her great news. But hey, she's going to make this a wonderful Wednesday for all of us. She's a keynote speaker rocking the mic a medical sales career consultant. There ain't no stopping her now as she's the host of a top 5% global podcast. It's called Unstoppable Grit. I see what you did there. You're dropping hints each step of the way. She's a former Fortune 500 sales, senior sales manager, has over 15 plus years of corporate experience. She's an expert at building high-performing teams that increase sales, that boost productivity, as well as employee retention. She's even earned Region Manager of the Year, four consecutive years, National Sales Excellence Award. Oh, I don't feel worthy, but I am honored to call her my friend, hailing from Tampa, Florida. Let's give a warm, cold calling podcast welcome to my friend, Danielle Comer. <laughs> Can I have you introduce me all the time? <laughs> Anytime. Now, I'm going to flip the script. I normally get started with a who, what, and why, but we're going to spill the tea. Ooh, cheers to that. We're going to spill mm -hmm. the tea. I, I can see you glowing. I can see you buzzing. You got to let the cat out of the bag. The mics are all yours. Tell us the great news, Danielle. The great news is my book went in pre-order on Amazon yesterday. So I am already receiving text messages and emails of people who have ordered the book Unstoppable Grit. Break through the seven roadblocks standing between you and achieving your goals. Come on now. Perfect, perfect timing for all of our listeners, for all of our viewers that are live, those that are catching the recording, make sure to check out Unstoppable Grit. As we go into the new year, tell me that subtitle again, the seven what? Break through the seven roadblocks standing between you and achieving your goals. Come on now. That is what I'm talking about. I'm so happy to have you here. I'm going to allow you to introduce yourself. And I, I like to do what I call the who, the what, and the why. Who are you? What do you do in addition to being a newly minted author? And why do you do it, Danielle? Well, I'm Danielle Cobo. 
And I help build high-performing teams by helping people develop the grit, resilience, and courage to thrive in a rapidly changing market. We all know the world's always evolving and changing. And the why is because at the end of the day, when I think about what my life is going to be like on this earth, I want my legacy to be making a positive impact in the world. And so that's my why. That's what wakes me up every morning. Plus, it's being a good role model to my six-year-old twin boys. Come on now. Oh my goodness. You're you're making all of our hearts flutter. For all those that are tuning in live, feel free to get your Twitter fingers ready. Any questions that you have that you want to ask Danielle, please put them in the comments. But hey, since I got the mic, I'm going to start off the questions. Danielle, I got to know, what inspired you to write unstoppable grit. Well, like many of us, 2020 was a year of change and uncertainty. And in 2020, my the first 6 months was a roller coaster of emotions. At first, it was the excitement of my husband coming home from serving a year deployment. When he left for deployment, our twins at the time were one and a half years old. They were sleeping in cribs. They were learning to walk. They were learning their first words. And he comes back and they're in toddler beds and they're eating with a fork and a spoon and they're talking back at him because they have their own opinions. (laughs) So it was this excitement of him coming home from Iraq and safe and also the challenges of reintegrating into the family life. He is a different person since he's come back from war. I am a different person having him gone for a year. Our children are different. He's missed half of their life, not intentionally, but just because he's serving our country. And and so that was a, it was a hard transition. And then as we started to find our rhythm and find our flow, March 8th, I tragically lost my mom. And I lost my mom to suicide. Wow, I'm sorry. So it was very unexpected. It was extremely hard to go through. And, and right as I was, right as I was planning her celebration of life, that's when the world shut down with the pandemic. So you've got this uncertainty coming from the deployment, losing my mom, the pandemic hits. And then the company that I was with was acquired by a larger company. It became a toxic work environment. And I said, I'm out. I'm done. I felt lost and confused. And what inspired me to write this book was we all go through challenges. But one thing that everyone has always said to me and has always asked me is, how are you able to quickly move forward? What is it about you that's able to move forward through all the challenges I've had in my life? And so I took some time to reflect I took a couple months to reflect before actually starting to write the book and looked at not only my own experience, experiences of other people, but also backed it up by research as well. So the book is a combination of stories, is a combination of failures, successes, learning lessons, and then also research to support any claims that I'm making, as well as activities and exercises so that people can take these practical tips and advice and apply it to their life. Ooh, that is powerful. First things first, uh, sorry for the loss of your mom. Oh, goodness. Uh, Just sorry. Uh, 
also want to say thank you for your husband and your family's service to our great nation. I know that he's serving, but I know the sacrifice that you and your little boys are making uh, in his service to uh, to keep us free. Thank you for that. What an amazing journey. What an amazing adventure you've been on. And you mentioned it. You talk about grit. You talk about resilience. You talk about courage. And you exemplify each and every one of those. I'm curious, when, when it comes to those top seven tips, care to share, what, what, what should our listeners, and I'll, I'll give you just a rundown. Our listeners are sales professionals. A lot mm -hmm. of them are smilers and dollars. They're, they're picking <laughs> up the phone, making cold calls. They're getting beaten up and bludgeon on the phone. Just, oh, there's stuff flying everywhere over here. That, that's, that's the life that they're living in. What, what are the, the top tips that you care to share for them from your book? Okay, so I understand what it's like, first and foremost, I understand what it's like to be in the shoes of an outside sales representative. I spent 15 years in medical sales, medical tech sales. I did my fair share of cold calling. I started in copier sales. I spent five and a half years in dental sales where I would drive around in Southern California and I would go door to door to every dental office uh huh. with MapQuest. We're going back here, MapQuest, right when GPS started to come out in the cars and I would cold call. So I've done my fair share of cold calls. I've heard the no's, I've heard the rejections. And the advice that I would share for those of you that are out there is our mind is powerful. And when we're not hitting our quota, when we're not, you know, achieving the particular goals that we want, our mindset can either go one way. It can go into that victim mentality or it can go into this, what can I do to control the situation, to change the outcome? Where can I pivot? Because at the end of the day, there are so many different ways that we can approach how we're viewing whatever challenge we're facing. And we can either just kind of get into that, give up, everything's happening to me, my sales quotas increase, no one's buying, you know, the competitors are out there. I mean, you name it, I've heard it all. I've probably thought it all too. You know, I've been in those circumstances, but that doesn't serve us. That does not help us in where we want to go. So when we take a step back and we look at what's the challenge at hand, what are we facing? Okay. Quota's gone up. Okay. Reevaluate your business. Where is, uh, where is there new business? Where's opportunities to grow your existing business? Where can you um, lean on some maybe possible referrals? Whatever it is, where are some pivots that you can make? Because we have the ability to change your outcome with what, when we start to focus on what we can control and not what we can't control. Ooh, that, that is powerful right there. And it sounds like you've got relevant experience of cold calling, oh, cold yeah. knocking. Oh my goodness gracious. That, that, that's phenomenal. Now through, through your experience, are there any memorable techniques or strategies that, that are just memorable standing out in terms of being effective with that cold outreach? Because essentially 
you're a professional interrupter. When you're going to those dental practices, when you're doing copier sales, you're interrupting, you're interrupting someone's day. What, what, what one technique stands out uh, above the rest? I would say I always approached it. Sales has a bad rap. It's always like we're in it for ourselves to sell something. But the approach that I've always taken of what builds sustainable growth in a business is when you're leading with value, always leading with value. So if there is a time where maybe I cold call an office, it wasn't the right time. Can I leave information? Can I try to at least get an email address or a phone number to follow up on? Create a touch point. In marketing, it takes about seven touch points for you to start to create that know, like, and trust factor with a particular client. But more importantly, what's going to create that know, like, and trust factor is if you're delivering value. And in sometimes that value means you're maybe not necessarily helping them with a particular service that you're selling at that point, but maybe it's a referral to something else. Uh, Maybe it is you walk into an office and you're talking to the front desk person and you're sharing your favorite lunch restaurant down the street and creating and engaging in a conversation. But when you lead with value, that's when you start to form a connection and relationship and they don't see you as just another sales rep coming in. They see you as a partner, a collaborator. I even don't even like when with my team, I never called them sales reps. I actually called them business consultants because that's what we did. We consulted businesses on how to grow their business. Oh, that is powerful right there. And I can tell that your connection with your team was amazing, as well as your connection with prospects, leading with value, uh, making sure that you step into action that creates that know, like, and trust factor. Boop, you nailed it. Now, for a newbie out there, a new sales professional, any suggestions, any advice? I'm new. This is my, I'm I'm fresh out of college, or maybe it's a career pivot. I've been doing something else, and I'm saying, hey, let me go ahead and enter this sales game. What advice do you have for me, Danielle? Oh, well, I'm going to share my experience on how I got into medical sales, because it's not the common approach to how people got into medical sales. So when I was, I did six months of copier sales. I hated it. I knew I just needed to get it under my belt. So I had sales experience, but my friend had given me a badge into a trade show. So I went to a dental trade show and I had my binder and I was very fortunate. The first advice that I would give is get a mentor because when I sat down, I identified a mentor, somebody that had medical sales experience. They were successful. I took them to lunch. And I said, what can I do to help get my foot in the door? And one of the advice that they gave was put together a performance book. So in my performance book, it was your accomplishments. So it was your ability to show that you have a proven track record of success in whatever it was. Now, when I was 23, I had experience as a server, retail experience. So my performance book at the time was letters of recommendations from my former managers at the restaurant. It was growth of alcohol sales at that time. It was uh, my driving record because I knew that I needed to have a good driving record to work for a medical company, have a company car. It was my credit score to show that I was responsible. It was just whatever I could pour into this performance book. So my first advice is get a mentor. Second, expand your network. 
And the third is get creative. Because when I went into that trade show, I had my book with all my resumes, my performance book. I went to every single booth. There was a hundred booths. I went to every single booth. I introduced myself. I said, who's a hiring manager? I interviewed with one of the companies there and actually after a couple interviews, got the job, 23 years old, my first dental job. So I wasn't even old enough to rent a car, but here I was working for a dental company and that's the company that I earned four consecutive President's Clubs award in five and a half years that I was with the company. Oh my goodness, that, that is spot on mentorship, having Mentor. a brag book, that performance book, mm -hmm. expanding network relationships, and then that creativity. Ooh, we now you're a prime example. I got to give it up to you. I'm going to give you your flowers. You're a prime example when it comes to grit, when it comes to that resilience that, that we were talking about showing courage. What are your thoughts and how do you define grit, especially when you're looking at it from the sales, from the lead generation, the outbounding, how do you define grit when it, it's in the context of sales? So I think grit is when passion meets purpose, when dedication takes action, and when setbacks, uh, when setbacks occur, it's the refusal to give up and be in alignment with our vision. So let me break that down a little bit. Passion and purpose. So you've got to be passionate about what you do. Find some sort of passion. At the time, I was selling comb beam CT scanning, digital imaging, and practice management software taking offices paperless, taking them from film to paperless. To me, my passion was helping them be more efficient in their practice so that they could provide better care for their patients. That was my passion behind it wasn't necessarily I'm selling practice management software. It's really about how is it going to better their life? So that was the passion and that was the, pur the purpose. How is it going to better theirs? The setbacks is when setbacks occur, it's a refusal to give up. I am not going to be defined. My ability to succeed is not going to be defined by a setback. It is going to be, I'm going to look at that setback and I'm going to learn, I'm going to grow, and I'm going to get better. So that's my refusal to give up. Wow. Also, dedica dedication takes action. That was the second one. But you can have goals, but if you're not dedicated to being in action all the time, then they're just goals. You've got to take action. And that's where I see, I strategically am having the book. You can pre-order it now, but I'm actually having the book. It's, it's due out February 21st. And the reason being is, because 87% of the people give up on their New Year's resolutions by the second weekend of February. Wow. So wow. you can purchase the book now. And right about the time that most of us out there are giving up on our New Year's resolution, that book is going to arrive in your hands and it's going to give you the motivation to get back in action and achieving your goals. And then Ooh. the last one is vision, being in alignment with your vision. Because at the end of the day, you've always got to see the big picture and whatever actions you're taking, whatever goals you have, how does it align with the big picture of your vision of your life? Oh, my goodness. That is powerful right there. And I can tell that you've done career coaching. I'm <laughs> curious, what, 
what are some of the the hurdles so what, what would you say are kind of the top one to two hurdles that you see and experience when you're working with folks from a career perspective mm-hmm. i i know you touched on passion meets purpose dedication takes action setbacks refusing to give up and then having that vision and that alignment what 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 do you see when you're working with folks in a coaching capacity of what's holding them back mm. I would say right now, I've been working with a lot of medical sales professionals in two capacities, one being either they've been in their career for a long time, they feel stuck, they either want to get promoted or a new job, and they just, the job markets completely change, and they're they're feeling frustrated and discouraged because they don't know what steps to take, and they're spending countless hours applying to jobs online and getting nowhere. So that's one kind of... Uh, type of clients I work with. The other one is I have a lot of clients who have been successful. They've been in their role for 10 plus years. They've been in medical sales. They have a track record of success, but they've never hit President's Club. And they 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 know that they want it, but they can't figure it out what is holding them back. And it's different for everybody, but a lot of it really is shifting the mindset. So I do have a background in psychology and I loved studying cognitive behavioral psychology, which uh, therapy, where it was rewiring the way that we think. So the simple one simple example is reframing have to to get to. So for example, I have to role play. Sounds like an obligation. Sounds like something we dread. How about reframing it to I get to role play. I get to practice with my colleagues so that I'm better prepared when I'm in front of a customer to be able to articulate concisely the value of my products and services so that I can increase my sales. Have to, get to. So a lot of times when I'm working with sales professionals and they're just stuck, they're not hitting their goals, it's a lot of mindset reframing and it's not a woo-woo, we go into the science of it. But I've had... Oh gosh, I think within the past two years, I had at least seven clients who had either earned back-to-back President's Club for the first time or several clients who had earned President's Club for the first time. And I have to say, I mean, I, I've, I've received President's Club. I've gone on those beautiful vacations. But to see the success of my clients and to just see the joy that they have when they win it for the first time. And I don't win. They earn it for the first time. That is that, that I get goosebumps. That to me is the most rewarding part of my job. Wow. That's, that's powerful right there. First with the reframe of the mindset of have to, to get to secondly, I, I need to understand where does this come from? Because I knew you were special, but it takes a really special person to be inspired by serving others. And, and you said it, you're, you're experiencing so much joy seeing your clients experience President's Club for their first time, others oh, multiple times. Where, where, where does that come from? I believe that a lot of it came from my mom. My mom was, my mom and I had a, an interesting relationship for a whole nother podcast episode, or if you want to hear the story, you can go to my podcast, Unstoppable Grit. But my mom and I had an interesting relationship, and I'm going to talk about the positive aspects about my mom and I's relationship. My mom was a single mom. I was five years old. She was a server. So she was serving as a server at a, a restaurant nearby. She was getting her bachelor's degree. 
And to me, she modeled perseverance, determination, resilience, grit. She modeled all of it because we went from nothing. We went from living in a one bedroom apartment. My bed was in the living room. I lived on mac and cheese and SpaghettiOs. Uh, we shopped at thrift stores. I just didn't come from a lot. I was still very fortunate, but I didn't come up for the lavish lifestyle. And it was a combination of seeing her rise up and actually become a manager for one of the top 10 pharmaceutical companies as a female in the 1990s, which is a huge accomplishment. So I saw her go from not having a college degree and being a single mom to rising up the corporate ladder and making a huge impact and seeing all the awards in her office. But also she modeled servant leadership. And what I mean by that is my favorite memories as a kid was going down to uh, Mexico. And we would, before we would go down, we would go get our SUV. We would fill it with food from Costco, trash bags of food. We'd fill the whole SUV. We'd drive down to Mexico and we would spend the day at the orphanage and we would bring them food and I would play soccer with the kids. And, and we did that quite frequently. And it was that, that she taught me to always be in servant to other people and to take, to care for other people um, and to see the bigger picture of what life is about. Oh, that, that, that's, that's simply heartwarming right there. And uh, to say you get it from your mama, the positive, Ooh, mm -hmm. that, that is amazing. I love that you're continuing to pass that along. Now, now I'm curious because when I was doing your intro, I got a migraine. I said, I need to take a nap. How in the world? I, I knew I know you're a superwoman, but good, googly muggly. How do you do it all, Danielle? How do you balance? I mean, your husband being deployed, you got twins, you're, work, uh, you're going through all this chaos, this turbulence. How do you balance it all? What's, what's the secret to Ooh. your success? Tell everyone. Okay, well, I'm going to demyth something right now. It's not easy. Okay, what you guys see on social media with anybody's life, you're seeing the best of the best. I have my good days. I have my rough days. I have the days where I'm struggling to get my kids into bed. And then I have some days where we're snuggled up on the couch and life is amazing. In fact, one of them's sick in the other room right now. And, you know, snug, he's all snuggled up on the couch. But... I would say that what I do is I always say, take care of you, take care of your family, then take care of your customers. So in order to be a great spouse, friend, parent, you've got to take care of you first. What I mean by that is mentally, emotionally, physically healthy, because I know that if I'm not getting enough sleep, I know that if I'm not eating the right nutrition, I'm going to get sick more often. If I'm not getting enough sleep, I'm going to probably be irritable and that's going to affect my relationships at home. Next is take care of your family. At the end of the day, that's most important. Not when, when it comes to the day when their people are celebrating your life, they're not going to talk about the awards that you've earned or Fortune 500 senior sales manager. No, they're going to talk about how did I show up as a mom, as a spouse, as a friend, as a colleague. That's what's important. And if the home life is in disarray, it's going to affect 
how you show up at work and how you serve your customers. So in that order, be intentional about taking care of yourself, your family, and then your customers. Wow. I love to hear that uh, prioritization, making sure that you have your priorities and being intentional. Now, something that you mentioned earlier, and you wrote your book and it's backed by research. I, I tip my cap, kudos. <laughs> Talk to me about that journey because mm. there, not everyone, but there's a lot of folks that have books, but to have it backed by research to support what you're saying, I, I want to hear more. <laughs> well, it was quite the journey. It took about a year and a half to write the book. And I spent, I would wake up before my kids would wake up in the morning. I would, after they would go to bed, I would write, I would write during the day. So it was a, a lot of time dedicated to it, but I wanted to ensure that when I was writing this book, I wanted people to find themselves in the pages. I wanted them to read the book and be like, wow, there's somebody, they're reading the book and they can relate to the stories. Maybe not the exact stories, but the feelings of what you feel like when you're going through situations like that. So and then when it came to the research, I wanted to make sure that if there was any tips, strategies, practical advice, that it was backed by research. It wasn't, I would say, I don't want woo-woo. I want to know that what the, the advice that I'm sharing, that it's been proven that it works. And so that's why I incorporated the research. It took about a year and a half, including, interesting enough, there was one week where... I had my laptop hooked up to a generator because our house got hit by a category three hurricane. So the category three hurricane comes through our community. We've got no power for three days. I've got my laptop hooked up to a generator, but I wasn't going to stop. Nope. The unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. I love it. What, what's your big vision for 2024? What, what's, uh, what's popping for you in the new year? Oh, 2024. So that's when the book, they can pre-order it now, but that's when it actually gets delivered is February 21st, 2024. Wow. And when I think about how I want to, I don't want to think about what I want to do. I, when I look at the new year, I think about how do I want to feel and how I want to feel is I close my eyes and I imagine how is it going to feel when people are sending me messages like chapter three really resonated with me. I went through a particular situation and I felt lost and confused or chapter four resonated with me. I thought that success was climbing the corporate ladder. I thought success was having the house, but there's so much more deeping, deeper meaning to it. And thank you for helping me provide perspective on how I can define my own version of success. So when I think about 2024, I think about how I want to feel. And if, it, if, it, if I can imagine it today, it would be receiving those messages and knowing that all that hard work that time, that dedication is making a positive impact. Oh my goodness. That is powerful right there. Super powerful. I love, love, love to hear that. Woo, February 21st. Let's make sure that we all pre-order right now so that when it drops it, like it's yeah. hot, we get unstoppable grit. Now I was taking a look at your website. Very mm -hmm. impressed. And I love, it was the part that talked about from this, missed sales opportunities, burnout, disengagement, low morale. I mean, high employee turnover. 
going from this to that. And I like what you said, effective stress resilience. These are mm-hmm. things that people are going through right now. Improved productivity, adaptability to change, long-term employee retention. Now, you and I met through the speaker world, professional yeah. speaker world. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, talk to me about your speaking because I think there's some folks out there that are listening in that might have an interest in hearing. How do you rock the mic? I am very fortunate that I get to speak all over and and really partnering with organizations who are going through change and they want their team to thrive professionally and personally. So I like to think that the advice and the and the strategies that I share, it's something that you could that's going to impact in a positive way how they are at work, but also flows into their personal life because I believe in and taking care of the person as a whole, not two separate entities. So when I'm working with organizations, it's talking about how to lead a team through change. When I was a manager, the company that I worked for, we went through acquisitions, we went through downsizing, restructuring, we were we were purchased by another company, we purchased other companies. I lost half my team in one day due to, due to layoffs. So how do you lead a team effectively through change? And how do you get them coming around towards a common goal and mission so that you can be meeting your objectives? And then also, how can you, and especially in sales, how can you continue to hit your numbers without burning yourself out? So I talk a lot about stress management, burnout prevention, productivity, and then also how can you accelerate your career? A lot of times companies, they have talent they have talent in their in their employee, but how can you build an internal talent pipeline? Well, it's by providing them with the tools on how to uh, provide their employees with the tools to create a career development plan. And what does that look like? And what steps can the company take? What steps can the employees take so that they are growing collectively as an organization as, and as employees? Ooh, that's powerful. How can people find out more? If if I if I'm sitting here and I want to book Danielle Kobo, where, where do I go? <laughs> DanielleKobo.com is where you can go. That's where you can find any information about me. Whether you're an individual who's looking to accelerate your career, you want to hit presence club, find a new job, get a promotion, or if you're an organization and you're saying we're going through change and I want to provide my tool, the tools to help my team thrive and embrace change and uncertainty, go to daniellecobo.com. Oh, that is absolutely amazing. I love to hear it. Now, you mentioned earlier, you were talking about the performance book, expanding network, getting creative. You also mentioned the power of having a mentor. Mm-hmm. Who's your most memorable mentor that really just sticks near and dear to your heart? Oh, I would say that I have two, two. Okay. My first, um, and and it's funny, I honestly don't even remember his name, which is ironic. Working on a little bit of sleep right now, but uh, the first would be the person that sat down with me and went to lunch with me and was willing to meet with me and said, here's what it's going to take to break into medical sales. And they broke down everything, what a performance book is, what to put on your resume, how to interview. uh, That that I remember was really impactful. Granted, remember that was 20, 
five years ago or so. So it was a long time ago. Uh, I don't put putting the age on there. The second would be my manager at the most recent company that I was with, Lynn Carson. So if you're listening, shout out. She was extremely supportive, empathetic, honest. And what I valued the most about her was her transparency. She, she did not, um, you know, she obviously was an advocate for the organization, but she was upfront and honest when, when things weren't so great, what the organization would be doing. Uh, but she found a way to always have us come together collectively as a team. And I always appreciated her transparency. And she was probably one of the most influential leaders that uh, I worked for and would work for any day. That, that's amazing. Oh, shout out for mentorship. Uh, both serving as a mentor as well as being open to being mentored. As you said, 20 plus years ago, the gentleman mm -hmm. that was able, that was open to taking the meeting and sharing all that great advice, it sounds like you'll never forget it. Now, I'm curious. I know that 2024, you're focused on how you feel. I love that intentionality right there. I also want to know, what does that next level look like? Because Danielle, you and I, I was honored to be a part of a mastermind with you when we were working through business and challenges and goals and dreams and aspirations. And we had that great group. I'm curious to know what is next level? Danielle 2.0, 4.0, What does that look like for you? If we're going 7.0, I said I would never write another book because it was so labor intensive, but I have a feeling I'm going to write another book. <laughs> and they say that. I'm sure you know that as well, Larry. You've got a book, Joel. So I would imagine you've probably got another one in you. But 7.0 would probably be another book. But, uh, you know, I just look forward to continuing to expand my business, continuing to find the opportunities to be on more stages so that I can continue to impact people's lives. Because at the end of the day, it's not necessarily about me and my business. I look about what, how can I, how many lives can I help transform in a positive and impactful way? So that's when I think of the big picture. It's, it's being able to be in, in front as many people as possible. Oh my goodness. To all of our listeners, to all of our viewers, let's go ahead and make sure that we support Danielle along her mission to impact for the positive people's lives. And uh, I love that an impactful way, transformation. Where can people connect with you? If they want to connect with you, I know that we got the website, but where else can people find you? Yeah, LinkedIn. I'm on, I'm on all social media platforms. I'll say that, but I'm the most active on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. I don't know about you, Larry, but it's, it's such a great platform because there's a lot of positivity. You learn you learn a lot about leadership or different skill sets depending on who you follow. And there's a lot of positive content that's out there. Typically no politics, which is always nice. But I love LinkedIn. It's a great networking platform for professionals. So I'm most active on that platform. Now, you and I, we share a friend, Mr. Richard Bliss. And I remember Richard, he gave you a shout out because you're doing it and you're doing it very well on LinkedIn. What advice would you give hmm. to those sellers as well as those sales, I've, I've got my cold calling phone, <laughs> banana phone. I got my real banana in case I get hungry. But what advice would you give to folks that are, are kind of tiptoeing around this thing we called LinkedIn? Mm. Any advice? Okay, so uh, interesting enough, I had no intentions of starting a business. 
So the biggest advice that I would give to people is get on LinkedIn. And the reason why is because when I left the company that I was with, I said, okay, how am I going to brand myself? What do I want to be known for? What type of job opportunities do I want to attract? I knew I wanted to be in leadership again. So I really honed in on creating a profile based off my leadership experience and then sharing meaningful content on leadership. Well, what transpired, interesting enough, was yes, I did get job opportunities, but more what happened, um, what actually happened was people started reaching out to me because they wanted to hire me as career consultant. So I had no intentions of I'm going to leave corporate and I'm going to be a speaker and a podcast host and an author. No, I left corporate, said I was going to get on LinkedIn and I was going to get active and I was going to start using it to look for a new job when in an actuality, it's what propelled my business into where I'm at today. So the advice that I would give to every single person out there, whether you're looking for a job or not, whether you're in sales or not, get active on LinkedIn. Set up your profile. Engage in, in meaningful conversations. Share your knowledge on LinkedIn. It's such a valuable platform. And if you do that, opportunities will be presented to you. And that's always a good position to be in. Oh my goodness. That, that's uh you, you got all the mic drop moments. I'm uh, you keep dropping the mic, get active on LinkedIn, engage in that meaningful discussion and conversations, making sure that you share your knowledge, maximize, optimize your profile. What I'm hearing is you're an accidental entrepreneur. I am. I am an accidental. I had no intentions. I mean, well, I would say though, my first job as my first entrepreneur business was when I was seven years old selling mistletoe outside the grocery store when I was seven. I, I know. Yeah, yeah. So maybe God had a plan in it for me all along, but I had no intentions of doing it. But I'm so glad that I decided to be vulnerable, to show up, to get active on LinkedIn, because that is what has helped me get to where I'm at today. And I would recommend every single person doing it as well. That, that's unbelievable. And Danielle, I've got to say, you are exhibit A for exhibiting mm -hmm. the grit, the resilience, and the courage needed to thrive, not just today, but in any environment. We've been through some stuff. And it sounds <laughs> like you've definitely been through some stuff. I mean, I can't imagine the whirlwind of getting hit from all sides. Ooh, you've, mm -hmm. you, I got to say, you've made it. And uh, in the words of Willie Jolly, your best ah. is yet to come. Now, I'm curious, parting shots. If there's yeah. one thing that you want folks listening in to take away, what's that one big mm. thing that you want them to walk away from right now? When you believe in yourself, others will believe in you. It always starts with you believing in yourself. Wow, that is powerful. Danielle, on behalf of myself, on behalf of Monster Connect, the Cold Calling Podcast, our listeners, our supporters, our subscribers, our partners, thank you, thank you, thank you for an amazing conversation, dropping knowledge. Congratulations on the new book. We can't, can't stop, won't stop on that unstoppable grid. Oh my, February 21st, 2024. Make sure you get your pre-orders in. Thank you so much.
Thank you for having me on the podcast. It was such an honor, Larry. I enjoy listening to the podcast. So definitely subscribing. We, we appreciate you. This is a reminder. First, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners, all of our viewers. Please join us next Wednesday. Same bat time, same bat place, December the 13th. And this is going to be a special episode because I'm going to be in the Big Apple. I'm, I'm taking a bite out of the Big Apple. And we're going to have a guest that's joining me live. Mr. Ahmed Haight, the CEO of SIA, Sales Impact Academy. He's going to be dropping some serious insights into practice. I don't know if Allen Iverson is going to tune in because we're talking about practice. And specifically, as Danielle said before, the science around mm-hmm. practice when it comes to sales professionals. So we can't wait to see you next Wednesday, December 13th. Thank you again. Happy selling, y'all. Thank you, Danielle. Hi, thank you. Bye.